Welcome back to Circle of Sewer with Jake and Joe. We got episode 23 here off of a unbelievable weekend of football in the NFL. We had every team playing. Um, probably we had six games in our first tier of Duchess of Bay Ridge games. So, you know, that, that just is a good sign for everybody. That calls for a great weekend was right watching. there. Yeah, it falls, calls for a great weekend. Joe, how are we doing? It's well. going to be negative 11 in Minnesota tomorrow. That's I just, I just told Jake, so he's coming back for the holidays. Happy holidays, everyone. Um, but I'm looking at the forecast right now. It's supposed to be negative 11 tomorrow morning. So welcome back, Jacob. But yeah, like you said, it's <laughs> been a great weekend of sports. Also had the World Cup. So that's how the Sunday got started. Yep. So, like we don't talk much soccer, but that was the best soccer game I think I've ever seen in my life. I think it was the greatest soccer game of all time from what I've that heard. I mean, I, again, I don't know. This is just from what I've heard from other people, but like world cup final two Oh lead for Argentina. And then Mbappe just goes nuts, scores two goals, PK. And then the other goal was crazy the way he timed that up. And me and Joe are like superstars in soccer in high school. So like, we know I was unbelievable. Tough that I had is. a headband. <laughs> I had a headband. We did. Dude, remember the pre-wrap? We wore the pre-wrap. Dude, you yeah. were so good at chucking the ball in from the sidelines. Do you remember how good you were? Yeah, you would throwing. just keep it. Like they were a goal on one Defense of them. would be like two feet away from you, and then you would just whip it past their head, and they'd have no idea what to do. That was bonkers. But um, no, what I was going to say? Yeah, yeah soccer. Um, there was 3-3, three, three, and then France had a chance with like 20 seconds left in the – I don't know if it was regulation to the extra time mm-hmm. and they no, it was extra time. Yeah, yeah. That was that was wild. Crazy save. Argentina is just partying like animals yeah, right so now. So they had their parade. The whole thing was crazy. I was seeing like biggest parade probably ever in the history of like championship parades. And um Buenos Aires was going nuts. Um shout out to my mom, Spanish teacher at Waconia High School, her and her colleague Pam Melkert, who's the French teacher, so my mom's a Spanish teacher, so they were having like a little beef because you know Argentina speaks Spanish and France is obviously speaks French. So they were like, you know, going at it for this game, so that was sick. Um, but Spanish speaking country comes out on top. Let's go. Uh, even though I, I was, I'm, I will admit, I'm a huge Mbappe fan. I think the guy is so sick. So that was blows my. He's like 23. That guy's gonna be good. He's gonna be second the next World Messi Cup, and, and he already has like just as many goals as Messi has in like four or five World Cups, which is crazy. Um, so France will be back. France will be back. Yeah. France will for sure be back. Um, and that's talking soccer. You know, that's that was awesome. That's about as in depth we're going to get. I won't watch it for until the next World I Cup. But that is in U.S. So we could go to a game. The only other thing I have about the World Cup is that um, I heard that Shakira, who is the ex-husband of PK, the, the defenseman yep. for Spain, apparently she got a witch to curse their team, which is why they lost to Morocco and eventually didn't make it through in the World Cup. That's that's all I got. Wait, yeah. so she got, her and PK got a divorce? and then Divorce. She, and then she cursed the Spain national team because she of the divorce? She got a witch to curse the Spain national team. That's, I saw that as why a headline she just today like on Twitter. Curse PK, like, I don't, he's not even on the team, was he? I don't know. I, I think he's older, so he might not be on the yeah, team Yeah, I don't anymore. even think he was on the team. That's pretty ruthless, Shakira. But they got bounced. I know they didn't make they did. it. I was they were one of my like teams. I was I was picking, and they didn't they didn't do well. They so. were good. I feel like they've been good in the past. Like I feel like when we were in like high school, college, they would always win like the Euro Cup and stuff like that. But um, damn, Shakira, yeah. you have to do them like that. Shakira put it down. Yeah, that's crazy. But maybe I mean she's from. Uh, 
I think she's Colombian. Yep. I'm going to. So she's, yeah. so she's, she put on for South America and Argentina is a South American country. Are you she's Colombian? Shakira? Yeah. She's Colombian. Right. She's 45 years old. Shout out Shakira. Check if PK is still playing. And as we move into the American football here, um, because we have plenty to cover there, but I don't, I he's think maybe he's on the she's, team. He's 10 years younger than her. Damn PK. Shout he's out a good looking dude. He's a good looking um, dude. Um, so he's no longer playing for Spain. Yeah, his so last World Cup, he retired from Spain national, the national team in 2018. So we, the last World Cup he was done. After that, so he played in that one. What, so where was she the last just cursed him. Just, just that was ruthless. So she just he wasn't even close. She said, to Screw in this one. Spain for forever. Okay, <laughs> that sucks. Um, I don't know if you believe in curses or not, folks, but I do. That's. I mean, if Shakira yeah, comes not, up to me and puts a curse on me, and like I'm, I'm dropping. No, no, no. no. She I'm hired. Done. She hired a witch. So the witch, okay. the witch is doing the cursing. Which, if Shakira comes up to you with a witch with her, that's probably for sure a, a, a curse. Like for sure, right? Do you think the the witch can like move her hips like Shakira? Like is it? Ah, a, I see what you did there. Yeah, maybe. Okay. okay. <laughs> do you think? That do you think, okay do you think the, witch. the witch's hips are lying or no? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> bada bing, bada boo. There's jokes here on this holiday episode. I like. There it. There we go. That's how we're rolling. We're rolling soccer good. talk, football talk, whatever you want to talk. We got it. That was um, a good one. But speaking of football, American style football, not football, as uh, the rest of the world calls it, which is the most popular sport in the world. So we had to, uh, I guess, lead our football podcast mostly with football talk because we are, you know, just people of the people of the world, people for the world, by the world, to the world. Um, we got an unbelievable weekend of football as, as I'm, hopefully you guys watched. Um, and like we did last week, we introduced our tiers and, like groups of games based on how entertaining they were. Um, so the first Duchess of Bay Ridge game of the week goes to the Vikings. Of course, it was the Vikings Colts game. Not a shot. Uh, school yep. had to do that. I'll start it up with that. You know, the big unbelievable uh, game, unbelievable wild. game. Um, I mean, where to start with this one? 33 zero Colts at halftime over the Vikings. And it, 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 I don't know how to describe it. You know, you you watch games and you're like, it feels over. Or, you know, in the back of your mind, you're like, oh, like that'd be crazy if we came back. But it never happens. Something about the start of the second half instantly made me feel like this game was like within reach. Did you get that same feeling or was that just me? It. Well, first of all, this was the biggest. It was thirty-three-zero, right? And that it, this is the biggest comeback mm-hmm. in the history of NFL. So that is absolutely insane that it happened with the Vikings. Um, but I think the whole state, if you are a Vikings fan, was just kind of getting that. Like Indy threw up seventeen points. It felt like in like five minutes. Like it felt like yep. every play was just going to the Colts, and it was, they were just scoring. And we're like, oh no, what's going on here? Like I didn't even know what to think. It was just happening so fast. I'm like, we're already down seventeen, nothing. What's going on with this team? And then they just kept scoring and scoring. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And everyone's just like going through the head, like frauds. We're going to get bounced in the playoffs. This defense crap. Like that's, you're lying. If you're a Vikings fan, if that's not running through your head and you're like, yeah, here we go again with this team. I I didn't say that though. 
You have proof in our group message. Do Do you remember that? Yes. Okay, so I I was getting to that. So through my head, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. We're screwed. The defense sucks. We don't stand a chance. But I did see your text, and you were giving faith. And I was in home at Waconia, and we were watching with the whole family, and Ryan was sitting next to me. And it was 33 nothing. so obviously no one was, like, we were pissed. But he was just like, "Eh, you never know. And then once it was 33-7, Ryan was like, just give it a chance. And the next thing you know, it was 14 and 20. And he was just like, wait, it's going to happen. And then one of my other family members is like, stop saying that this game's over. And Ryan would just keep going back. And the more it would just keep happening, you're realizing like, holy smokes, we keep scoring touchdowns, getting points. And next thing you know, it's tied. And you're like, what is going on? I can't believe this is happening. That's what was, I was just sitting there. I was like complete awe. Cause it was like 33 to 14 or whatever it was. And I'm like, okay, it's fine. That's like, you could tell KJ Osborne, we got that touchdown was trying to like hype up the crowd. I'm like, could I was like, are we gonna do this? What's going on? Ryan's got faith. I some other family members are not agreeing with this. I don't know what's going on. And then bam, like people were leaving at halftime. And the next thing you know what, they're doing the school chant. It's going nuts. Greatest comeback of all time. Holy smokes. It was insane. And like you said, it felt like in the first half, like literally nothing went wrong or nothing would go right for the Vikings. Like, you know, we had bad special teams plays. We had you know, Kirk throwing the pick six, like everything, like, cause, cause truthfully, and I, and I believe this, that our defense played actually spectacular in this game. We gave up 36 points as a team. I understand that. And you can look at it and say, no way, but I said it in the group message as well. You can go back and check that as well as saying the game wasn't over. I said that this defense was playing better than they were getting credit for when they had given up 33 points. And obviously in the second half, they made all the stops. Every single time we needed a stop, they got a stop. So that is easy to say they were playing well. But truthfully, in the first half, like they'd given up like 100 yards of total offense and given up 33 points. And most of those points were not because of the defense. It was either terrible field position, because you got to remember how many field goals Indianapolis kicked in this game. One of them was a pick six. Like some of that stuff, it was just like the defense couldn't do anything about. So... You know, you know, McLaughlin had five field goals in this game. You know, some of them were long field goals. You know, he hit a 52-yarder. Like, some of this stuff is out of the defense's control. They made big stops. So I thought that was something to, to talk about. Um, but, yeah, I I also, and I know probably nobody saw these tweets because nobody really sees my tweets. It was fine because it's mostly for me. I saw your tweets, and they were coming in, and I would keep refreshing Twitter, and I keep seeing your so, tweets. And that's why I was like, I, I just had, kept hearing. It was like a devil and an angel. That's what was going on in this game. Like, devil on my shoulders, like, this game's over, give up. And then there's the angel being like, touchdown, touchdown, keep going, keep going. And then it just happened. So I had a tweet, um, and this was – I think it was 36 to 14. I'm looking at the at the at the scoring recap right now. This is after the CJ Ham touchdown. So that was in the third quarter. Start of the fourth quarter. We get the ball back. And there was 1249 left in the game. In the fourth quarter, I should say. And I tweeted, 1249 is a lot of time. And it was a picture, it was a it was a gif of Tupac on a motorcycle going like this, basically saying, like, I don't know, like there's a chance, right? Then we scored on that drive. Then I tweeted 713 is a lot of time. So after after that first tweet, it was 3621. We go down and score. Then it's 3628. I said 713 is a lot of time. Then we go down and scored again on the Dalvin Cook, right? And two 
Or no, no, no. That's when I actually take that back. That's when Kirk threw the pick to Jay or when Jalen Rieger just like completely held up on that route. Do you remember that? Yeah, that was bad. He just Crazy. chucked it down to the left side of the field and Jalen basically like so stopped then, running. So then the Colts got the ball back, and then I said 323 is a lot of time left. And then I believe that's when the pick happened. And then 219. I said that <laughs> 219 is a lot of time left. And then Dalvin scored in the first play. So one play, 64 yards. Crazy, right? And then after that, I said 110 is a lot of time. Nothing happened, right? That's when we went to overtime. And then I said 141 in overtime is a lot of time. So I was all over this, I will say. And to prove it, I put down a not a large wager, but a small wager on the live money line for the Vikings at plus. 2000 and it hit i believe the score was 36 to 7 36 to 7 you did do that that's what ryan yeah. said he's like i'm gonna live bet this one's 33 nothing someone did nice congrats i did i did i will i admit it and i couldn't believe it because i had yeah i had i had the over in this game in a teaser i had vikings plus nine and a half in a teaser as well And after the first half of like, I can't believe I lost this bet. Like the Vikings aren't even going to lose by less than 10. Like they're getting stomped and they came back and obviously won. So that was incredible. But, um, wild ride, wild ride of a game. That was awesome. Um, Kirk Cousins throws for 460 yards. You got the division. He goes off for 460. It's crazy. And Matt Ryan can't catch a break. (laughs) Twitter has been spectacular. Did you say Matt Ryan can't catch a break? He's just in the like, everyone's just going to remember his career with the, this loss yeah. and the Super Bowl loss, which is just very unfortunate if Dude, you're Matt Ryan. People went back in the archives and found some other games. Like he's blown. And I know it's not all him. I know it's not all him. Some of the blame goes to him because the offense definitely sputtered in the second half. Um, but his defenses have, have not done him much help. No. But. This this was just an absolutely insane game, um, and what a way to 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 start the the first Saturday game of the year, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, um, it, incredible game, and then obviously followed up by a stinker of a game, and then another good game later that night. But I like the Saturday um, games. Yeah. If the if there was NFL every Saturday, like our weekends would just be we we wouldn't leave a TV. But they don't they don't do that because of college football. I know, but I'm just saying, like if it was like if that was a normal schedule, I would never leave my apartment on the weekend. But, it would just be football. But isn't that just like watching college football? Don't we but do the same NFL thing NFL football? No, but that's called, like you're so dedicated. Like I'm dedicated to the NFL, where I'm locked in. Like if no, it was know, the, the Saints and the the Browns Dude, and that's what's okay. Whatever. So me and my me and my buddy were talking about this. That and he DM'd. Is it is it Chris Hansen? I was Scott or Chris uh, Hansen. Red, Scott. The red zone guy. The Scott. red zone is Scott. I was think. I think. I, I think. I think. A Chris. I Harrison. think Chris is the bachelor guy. Yep, he's a bachelor yes, guy. Yeah. Right. And I get okay. those twisted. Yeah. Okay. So Scott Hansen. So uh, shout out to Brian Glowicki, my buddy Glow. He DM'd Scott Hansen saying, "Hey." when are we going to get a college red zone going on Saturdays? Cause I think if there was a college red zone, that would be in. Did he insane. respond? No. Oh, dang. I mean, I he's not, he had following, he's not following like, like, no, no, okay. no. I'm just I saying. Like, that would have been crazy. 
the proof is that we are that we are working for that. Um, That's a good but, idea. That would help out a lot because there's so many college games and it's just Power like, Five I'm games. Always, I'm always just scrolling on my ESPN app to see like like who's basic, going on. Yeah. So that'd be crazy, and that would be. I mean, talk about the highlights because like college football is like snap like this. You know, like there's, you know, obviously there's crazy plays in the NFL, but you know, in, in college football, I feel like there's even more of these like ridiculous plays. Um, so yeah, that's, that's how we started the weekend. The Vikings are 11 and three. We are sitting in the two seed, um, 49 North won. champs win the division. Thank God. Even though we'll get to the lines, but they're creeping up and which is kind of crazy, but shout out the Vikings yeah, win the division. Sort of, man. sort of the pack, the Packers, it's going to come down to the Packers, the lions. It's so annoying. Um, we'll get to that once we we wrap up with the standings at the end of all these games. But uh, Lions Jets was our next game. This was our second best game of the week. We had Duchess of Bay Ridge ranking number two Lions Jets. Uh, I'm going to kick it to you, Joe, on this one. Yeah, I will admit. Uh, so- I will admit. I have to admit before you talk. I had I had uh, Lions plus one, which I told Joe. I, I didn't yeah. want to keep any secrets. Yeah, I wanted to be true. Me. But when I saw that Mike White wasn't playing, I took lines plus one. So there, there it is. That's on the table. Now, now feel free to go, Joe. Yeah. Um, Joe here, Jets fan, as you've all known. I believe, I think the Jets, when we've been doing this podcast, I think they were up to, I think it was like six and three, something like that. It was six and six and three. I don't hold me to it. They're seven and seven now. So not ideal. I think we were mm-hmm. like, yeah, we were tied for first place in the division, and now we're not in the playoffs. Um, but I've said this multiple times, guys. I wanted five, six wins this season. We got seven. Um, we're still going to try to go for the playoffs. I think it's still there. I think we have a 13% chance to make it with the remaining schedule, and obviously with the Dolphins, Patriots, and uh, Bills. But screw the Patriots with their loss. But let's dive into this game. Detroit 20, Jets 17. Zach Wilson comes back, so Mike White kind of kind of just a loopy situation leading up to this game doesn't is not eligible to get cleared. I guess like I think it was I don't know which day it was. It was like right before. I think it was Saturday. Okay, Saturday. I was just trying to remember that right now because I had Mike White started in one of my fantasy teams and then he was out with the fractured rib. So yeah, yeah. Saturday sounds right. Friday or Saturday. he took a beating against the bills and was just getting hit all over the place and broke ribs, but broke his ribs. So I don't, it's, he was just trying to tough it out. And he said, you got to drag me to get off this field. So shout out to Mike white. He was doing everything he could to help the jets win. But ultimately I think he got like 10 opinions from multiple doctors seeing if he could play. And they all said no. So then that made the decision that we're starting um, QB one. See Willie he's back redemption tour, took some time off. Maybe hung out with some mothers, went over some film. He goes back. Yes, He's into this game. Their boy. Uh, he goes 18 for 35, 317, two tutties and an interception. There's that typical Zach Wilson interception, but at least he didn't throw for 77 yards like the Patriots. It was very tough. Um, that's just kind of a Zach Wilson interception that we've seen. It, as soon as it happened, I'm like, I've, I've seen that multiple times before. So, yeah, I mean, got the ball going. It is Zach Wilson. If he could just go on the run and get out of the pocket and chuck a 60-yard pass down the field every single play, he'd be Tom Brady. But that's all he's good at, I think, after watching his film. His BYU Pro Day clip, when he rolls out to the left and just chucks one down, that's all he can do very well at. Yeah, and he, that's doesn't where do, he doesn't do the pocket very well. No, the pocket. 
not good at that. But when he gets out, he had that great touchdown to CJ. Um, and that was just a bomb. And I jumped up. I did a little flex. I'm like, that's our quarterback. I was like, come on. Why do this every weekend? But I'm giving my honest opinion on it. It was good to see the yards in there. It was just better than 77 yards. But he didn't play horrible. But he didn't play great. Right? Kind of. I mean, we lost. It'd be a whole different story if the Jets would have won this game. People would be like, Zach Wilson, that's what I'm talking about. Media won't be killing him like every single week. But uh, that's how that kind of went. And then Garrett Wilson, he was just making some catches. That dude's unbelievable. I love watching Garrett Wilson play. He's already set the record for the Jets' most receiving yards um, in a rookie season. So shout out to Garrett Wilson with four catches and 98 yards in this game. Uh, the defense, we, the Jets' D is just stepping up every weekend, man. They didn't even have Quinn and Williams, and he, they were still balling out. C.J. Mosley was going off. Uh, D.J. Reed had a hell of a pass, pass block up in the end zone there against uh, James, Jameson Williams at the rookie mm-hmm. whatever. So hell of a play by D.J. They didn't. Jared Goff didn't throw the ball once towards Sauce Gardner. He didn't have one single attempt towards his side of the field. So shout out to Sauce. Everyone's scared of you now. Already top five corner of the league. It's unbelievable to see. Uh, and then as just the game was progressing there, I mean, it was kind of slow. And then it was getting up to like 10-10 going in a half there. And then 13-10. And then, like I said, uh, Wilson had that crazy pass to CJ to take the lead to make it 17-13. I'm like, this is what we got. Here we go. We're going to beat the Lions. It's still the Lions. But next thing you know, Jared Croft throws a 51-yard pass from Brock Wright. And all of a sudden, you just see him running and no one's tackling him. And I'm like, how is no one tackling this guy? the tight end that I have no idea who the hell is. So that was Detroit there. And then I believe it was like a minute, something minute 45, three timeouts, three timeouts left. They have to go down the whole field. And we, I think they got to like the 50, 50 yard line and that's where the kick was. And then ultimately Greg missed it. But like, what the hell there's three timeouts. We had a minute 40 left and we decided to call I think there was one timeout remaining when we had a second left. I had no idea what was going on with the time management in that game. So it was very, yeah, there was a that. weird, weird in between play where they let like 30 seconds just burn. It just burned. Was, I'm like, what's yeah. going on? I was just like in my head, I'm like, Oh, there's a timeout. I like blinked and they just never, they never ended up doing that. So very confused on that part. I think the, the coaching staff could have came out with some blame on that. I believe they have in their press conferences as I check every, Tuesday morning, once everyone comes out and does their press conferences and media, I'm always checking my Twitter for that. So interesting, interesting to see. Uh, yeah, like I said, Jets are seven and seven. Detroit, they're seven and seven. I believe they started one and six, and now they're seven and seven. So the Jets and the Lions just did a complete flip. Yeah, how their crazy. seasons turned out. So I checked, and the Jets were six and three. Six and three was, right. was their six record, and, and since then they've gone one and four. Yeah, so not ideal. Um, I was having a lot more fun at the beginning of the season compared to which I am now with all the stuff that's happened with Zach Wilson and Mike White. So that's just a Jets fan. If you're a Jets fan out there, you know what we've been through. The Jets haven't made the play. Not out of it. I may sound like I'm kind of done with the season and it's over. We do have a 13% chance to win the division and screw it. Let's go on a run here. Big game Thursday night. So big um, game Thursday night. Huge game Thursday Honestly, night. Honestly, next so, next two games are huge. Massive. Massive. If you, can go, the, uh, if you can get two wins here, if you go two and three, or two two out of three to end the season, you got to be feeling pretty good. Yeah, that'd be sweet. And this is I, I know Mike White has probably got the locker room still, and a lot of people want to see Mike White playing. But I one he wasn't clear to play. Ultimately, I honestly wanted to see Zach Wilson play this upcoming match because it's that first overall versus the second overall in this game with the Jags versus the Jets. So it's Trevor Lawrence versus Zach Wilson. And if Zach Wilson could beat somehow beat Trevor Lawrence in this game, I think that's kind of a big old fuck you to 
Trevor Lawrence, he Trevor Lawrence is I'll say is better than Zach Wilson. I think the NFL and everyone can kind of agree with that with the way T Law's been playing. But dude, this is the one primetime game that the Jets get all year. This is it. The whole country is about to watch the Jets on Thursday night. This is the one versus the two. Zach, if you can pull this game off and maybe come on a little playoff run right here, boom, you're back in the driver's seat. You so you last week was like the you, biggest game of his career. Like it was. Like going in that I was like, if he balls out. Let's get behind New York media and everyone to just keep it rolling here. I mean, he played decent. They lost. If you'd have won, it would have been a whole different thing. But fuck it. If he goes out and balls out Thursday night, just short rest, is on the run, can stay in the pocket, doesn't get killed, beats the Jaguars. Yeah. Yeah. Smell of playoffs. So you have definitely taken it personally, the videos that have surfaced, the commentary going around the fact that if the Jets wouldn't have beat the Rams – a couple years ago, the Jets okay. would have had the first overall pick and the Jets would have taken t- Trevor Lawrence and they wouldn't have Zach Wilson. And it would be a Jets-led Trevor Lawrence team, which to me with this defense, tell me that's not a playoff team. Okay, well, here's the thing. Anytime you think of a t- situation, because everyone who does the media and does all that, you're taking the Trevor Lawrence on the Jags right now and putting that on the Jets. Like if the Jets ended up with that first overall pick, that's a whole different career of like what Trevor Lawrence is at now or what he could be or so I never that I never really let that get to me because it's like you never know what could have happened, who drafted who, blah blah blah. But it's frustrating. But you to see know that. who I drafted that. who? You know who I drafted know. who? I know, I know. It's like you never know what could happen. though. <laughs> Jacob, Jacob, we're seven and seven. I remember that season to a T. They were Owen, I think thirteen leading into that game. It was just brutal. And Brandon Mann, the guy, he's just had a horseshit season. Is the one that ended up tackling the guy. So, and that was the. The Rams were balling. The Rams were like nine and four going into that game. I'm like, oh, we're yeah. fine. We're gonna get Trevor Lawrence. There's media pictures of people already customizing Trevor Lawrence jerseys, the Jets, and buying them before the draft even happened, before the season even ended. So that's tough. Um, yeah, it was tough. But like I said, one versus two Thursday night. Jaguars, they're playing real fun. hot. Jets are not playing hot. But if we just show up, MetLife, let's get it bumping. We're wearing all black. They're wearing all white. It's like those color rush games. One time, one primetime j- game the Jets get. Let's do it. Let's show the world. J-E-T-S, back in the books. And you never know. Shock the nation right here, Z. Willie. So I know we talked about this last week, about the Jags kind of going up and down. It feels like their luck has been too, too like this. It has been going up. Their, their luck has been too good that it feels like they have to come down. And it feels like a great come down game. Jets over the Jaguars. That's my pick. Spreads um, spreads even right now. God, I'm looking at the highlights right now. It's literally a picture of Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, it's gonna this, be a good I'm one. Hyped. I'm not. It's too. What's it? Yeah, it's gonna be Wednesday tomorrow. So this is sweet. I'm getting excited. I'm gonna be full out drunk for we'll this be game back. Thursday night. I'll All be back. Yes, we'll be in the state wherever you want. Gambling cave, Runyons, the whole CBJ's anywhere. I'll get, drive to New York. I don't even uh, care. Thursday night hotel room in the city. So we'll see. We'll go to the Holiday Inn. We'll get wasted at the bar. We can do it anywhere. I'm going to be pumped. They need Hell this yeah. win. It's basically, their season kind of feels like it's their season here. If they lose this, um, if they win this, we could. You never know what could happen here. So, to all my Jets fans out there, let's get it done. We got to got to get behind Zach Wilson's back here. I mean, if you keep bashing him, it's not going to help. So, let's, no, let's only go. positive vibes, like we said, and and I positive said this vibes. too. I've Besides had fun this pick, season. I thought Zach Wilson played fine. That, that pick, pick. He the had pick one is, uh, is tough, but other than that, he had a pass to Michael Carter where it like he 
somehow got like just it was yeah that was wild. crazy in the middle and then he just literally closed his eyes and chucked it up in the middle of the field michael carter out of the damn clouds just comes out and snags it from a guy so should have been two picks but michael carter what happened to that michael guy carter. i thought he was gonna be a stud know. yeah they no, just yeah. don't even play him anymore he's out of the night was just going off um yeah it's interesting this team's kind of just been all over the place in the past couple of weeks but that's kind of my recap on the jets lions lions Kind of touch up on them. They're seven and seven. Unbelievable how they started one and six, and now they're five hundred, and they're just right sneaking the up on that wild card spot. And you guys know we're Vikings fan as well too. And if I'd be kind of a hell of a matchup for the if the Lions sneak in and the Vikings end up do getting that two seed, like Vikes Lions, that would be that'd be a shootout. So I would much rather play the Giants or Commanders yeah, uh, than the Lions personally. Um, neither of those offenses kind of like. I mean. Yeah, I just the Giants and Commanders don't have like consistent like passing attacks, and the Lions just seem to be able to like kind of move the ball. Um, but but the Packers are right there too. We'll get to all that later. But um, the next game in our top tier uh, Bay Ridge category, we had number three was Patriots Raiders. Um, honestly, it was a fine game leading up to kind of the fourth quarter, like nothing spectacular, you know, it was a little back and forth. Um, you know, Vegas got up 17 to three at half and then Patriots come back in the third with 10 unanswered points. And then, um, you know, for those of you that watched this, they had, well, the reason this was such a great game is because it was 24, 24 and, the Patriots had the ball and for some unexplicable reason, the Patriots decide with zero seconds left, they're going to throw the ball down the field or sorry, they actually ran the ball down the field um, to Ramondre Stevenson. He takes off, then flips the ball laterals back to Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers then decides that he's just going to, chuck the ball across the field to an what he thought was an open Mac Jones. But for those of you that understand <laughs> football, which uh, I'm sure most of you do when Mac Jones gets the ball back, who's the quarterback of the Patriots, he can't throw the ball forward anymore. That ball can only be ran or lateral backwards, which means even if you would have caught that ball, I don't know what Mac Jones would have done. Mac Jones is not known for his speed. They went back at least 20 yards. But anyways, Chandler Jones, uh, the defensive lineman for the Raiders, catches the ball, stiff arms Mac Jones, puts his head through the earth, and then runs it back for 48 yards. And it is a walk-off winner for the Raiders. It was a crazy finish. Absolutely bonkers. Couldn't believe it. After, um, you know, the Raiders go down and score with 32 seconds left to tie it, 24-24, and then that happens. If you're a Raiders fan, and I'm a you know Raiders fan by something, I'm like you know just I'm kind of grouped in there. I know you didn't allow me to choose the Raiders. I'm a Steelers fan at heart, but like if I were have like a step cousin, that would be the Raiders. That would be my, my okay. team. The Raiders. Um, yeah, they're my like half brother team. If that makes sense. Um, sure. You know, I got the Vikings, Jets, Steelers. And then, but maybe Steelers over the Jets. We'll see maybe when like, it comes playoff yeah, time. When the Steelers come back and make the playoffs the over the Jets. Um, but crazy, crazy finish. Uh, Patriots back to seven and seven. Raiders are six and eight somehow. I think it's absolutely ridiculous that the Raiders are six and eight. 
um, for this team. I feel like the first part of the season was just such a disappointment. The fact that they're only um, two games under 500 right now and like not really in the playoff hunt, but like sort of sort of kind of in the playoff hunt kind of kind of crazy. Uh, but yeah, the, the ending in this game was ridiculous as well as the, sorry, the, the touchdown that the Raiders scored with 30 seconds left. I'm sure you saw the pictures. It sure looked like he was out of bounds. <laughs> they reviewed it and still said, yeah, he, was he would, he, I, I think he was out of bounds, but maybe that's just something we see from our camera angles. I mean, I don't know. I think maybe it's like the actual ref when he looked into the, the box that he's looking at could see something different. I don't but, know if that's but the aren't the refs same thing. only supposed to have the same videos that the fan, like all the reviews or do see, they I, have I don't different know that. angles? If they, if they have that same angle that we are looking at, it definitely looked like he was out of bounds. That was kind yep. of bizarre. And that's just kind of all of hearing from the Patriots fans is that this should have never even happened in the first place. And if that is true, that is kind of screwed, but screw you Patriots. I don't care. Um, you guys deserve this. Um, Okay, quick thing, too, with this game. We did play, like, as you mentioned here, lateral back. Chandler Jones just mauls over Mac Jones, scores the game-winning thing. It's that walk-off. What, like, as I saw that, so it was on red zone, it was the the Chargers were kicking the game-winning field goal, and then this was happening at the same time, so it was like a dual box. And then I had, I don't know, the Bengals-Buccaneers game up top. So there was a lot going on in the gambling cave so here in Minneapolis. I couldn't tell what was going like. I was honestly more focused on the Chargers because it's a game when a kick, and I saw him like, okay, they're just gonna run out of bounds. Right. It's like halfway through the kick, and then all of a sudden I see Jacoby Myers just chuck it back. And as that ball is in the air, I'm like, wait a minute, what the heck could be going on right here? Next thing you know, it Chandler Jones just catches it and just kills Mac Jones. So I was like, this is the that was just the craziest. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, no way. That I that is nuts. Oh, it was and then as the like as the Raiders were like celebrating with Chandler Jones, I first thing that dot to my head was the the Minneapolis miracle, like when all the Vikings came yep. rushing into the corner and it's just like, you just see the whole team mob the guy. If you could remember the Minneapolis miracle feeling compared to that, like obviously we know we're Vikings fans. So it's, we're, it's we're, we're the Vikings fans. That was like the craziest yep. thing ever. But like, what do you think? Like looking at those two plays, what was the most like, holy shit play between that Chandler Jones and Stefan Diggs catch? I mean, I think, so the, the the Vikings game was a playoff game. That's what I was going to say. I mean, that's so a, obviously a whole different thing compared the stakes, to the regular season. But the absurdity and the chances of it happening, the Raiders finish was way crazier. The circumstances, you know, it wasn't as the, the you know the it wasn't the stakes weren't as high in that game. But the fact that that it was tied. Like people, you need to understand that if the Patriots just kneel that ball, you go to overtime, which I'm sure all of you understand because it's 24, 24. So there was no reason for him to, to lateral that. And it wasn't even a lateral. He chucked it back across the field. Um, so probably that. What did he think, think Mac Jones think was going to go like LT? Thing. Yeah. I don't yeah. get at 50 no yards. You would have gone to go 52 like, yards. <laughs> I don't know. It's like Mac Jones. What's he going to do with the ball? I have no idea. It just kind of his brain must have just turned off for a second there. He's really emotional in the post game too. So feel bad for him, but not the Patriots. So screw you, New England. You guys, have, you all know what New England's done. So this is just hilarious to see. And then all the Boston fans. The Raiders have but, had a crazy couple of weeks too. On top dude, of that, they've had a couple overtime wins. This win, like 
crazy, with, crazy stuff with the going Raiders, on with them. I could think the Raiders could have three wins, or I could also think they have ten wins with mm-hmm. this team. I swear to God, with just their finishes and how it's gone this year, I swear I could be like, yep, they've won three games, they're horrible, or they could be the leading team in that AFC West division. It's just been a roller coaster of emotions with this team. They but don't I think make that kind any of seal sense. It. I think that just sealed it. Even if they don't make the playoffs, if you're a Raiders fan with that win, that's just like the highlight of the season. No matter what, that was just the craziest thing you've ever seen. So it's like, yeah, we're not winning the Super Bowl when we picked off Jacoby Myers and put our ball sack in Mac Jones face Mac and walk the game off. So that was pretty. I think too, is like you got on no, like as a Raiders fan, the, the way that this season's gone, when you see Ramondre Stevenson running up the field in the back of your head, you're like, Oh my God, is he going to, is he going to actually take this to the house? Like, are we going to lose on some lateral? And then they throw it back and you're like, Holy shit, we just won the game. Like that's gotta be the craziest roller coaster of emotions there. Um, to, to top this game off, Max Jones only threw for 112 yards. Ramondre Stevenson, obviously the big player in this one had 19 carries for 172, 172 yards and a touchdown. Um, Patriots just kind of dominated the rushing game. Um, again, doesn't make any sense with the Raiders offense. Uh, Devontae Adams only had four receptions for 28 yards. Um, just seems like a waste. Seems like he could be uh, better off in Green Bay. But we are not complaining that he's not in Green Bay. So that is what it is. I'm glad um, he's out there. Hope he's enjoying the sun. Yeah. The next game, uh, as me and Joe were previously talking about, Bills Dolphins uh, was our number four game of the week. Uh, this one was back and forth. Great game. Josh Allen balled out. Will admit, didn't watch much of it. Um, I, I had it on the TV, but had no sound. So I'm going to kick it to Joe on this one. If he caught more of it, Waddle went off. Tyreek went off. Tua played much better than he did last week. Um, that was the review I got when I, when I saw some highlights, Josh Allen leading rusher for the bills, Cool, snowy game. That's all I got. Yeah. Um, so on my on my end, this uh I was at a Christmas party, I'll admit too. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of people at the Christmas party. It was in an apartment, so a lot of people were kind of going in front of the TV, and then I was doing my socializing, you know, conversating with people, but yep. keeping in mind that the the Bills and Dolphins were on, so we were watching it, but I was was conversating with the guests there. So I was Catching up with what I could and see on the TV, but I was playing Josh Allen, Diggs, and Waddle. So this game meant a lot in my fantasy playoffs. I was going against those three players, and they uh, they all they ki- they killed me. So I, Diggs didn't do as much, but Waddle um, one fourteen and Tutty, and then Josh Allen three hundred four and four touchdowns, and then he leads the team in seventy seven yards. So I got destroyed. Uh, Zach yep. Coffee, if you're listening, I know that we our playoffs are two weeks in a row. It's two weeks combined, Ooh, so it's like okay. close. So he needs to just lay an egg this weekend, and I'm going to go off. But he got me in the first half, I'll admit. He got me on that one. Um, back to the game, though, it was – I remember, like, as I was watching, it was, like, 7-6 to six throughout, like, halfway through the second quarter. So I thought it was just going to be a boring game because maybe it was cold. So I was like, I don't know what really was going to go what happened. Next thing you know, it, like, it just kicked off right after that 7-6, and then it goes into the half as 21-13. Yep. And then the snow started coming down, so that was just really cool. I just love seeing snow football games. It just looks so majestic. Uh, I know I think Tyreek Hill dropped a touchdown or something in the end zone, and they were just hawking snowballs at the guy. Hawking I thought that was cool. Yep. Yeah, that that's kind of crazy. They got, think I think I think, they got, I think the stadium got a warning from the refs. 
I was gonna say, like, like if one of those like smoked him inside the mask or something, yeah. he, he could be screwed. So, I mean, Buffalo's gonna Buffalo, but that was pretty pretty bonkers to say. But um, yeah, just kind of going off of the stats there, it was pretty wild finish. I did catch. So when we were at the Christmas party and then we went to the bar, the game winning field goal, I did get a chance to see while yeah. I was ordering a drink. And there was just that as well. snowfall. Um, I know it was, like, it was only 25 yard field goal, but Tyler Bass ended up icing it for the Bills to win 32 29 here. So pretty, pretty wild here. I mean, the Dolphins fall to eight to eight and six. Buffalo's 11 3. Buffalo's going to lock up that um, AFC, AFC East division. So, um, yeah, now you, I mean, with the Patriots loss, Dolphins loss, Jets loss, it's pretty, pretty crazy to see what's going to happen here within that wild card spots in the it was AFC, so, so close a couple of weeks ago too and then all of a sudden right? it's just like bang bills 11 right. three patriots seven and seven jets seven and seven miami eight and six like it just, i feel like it, it was, was so quiet yeah. that the bills just took off with that it was literally everyone was six and three and tied for first and then kind of just all of a sudden the bills are going to be the bills so that's kind of yeah. all i have on this game i will say that but it was pretty wild 32 29 turned out to be kind of a pretty Pretty crazy finish there with the snow and the game-winning field goal. But like I said, I mean, you were watching most of it, and I was kind of bouncing around. So um, they did clinch a playoff berth. They haven't won the division, but they clinched a playoff berth. So Buffalo is going back. Uh, they seem like they're kind of the favorites within that AFC around the media. I don't know within our opinions, but Bills are back in the playoffs once again. Everyone kind of thought they were going to be back in the playoffs, especially coming into the season. So I For think sure. they were the Super Bowl favorites, but – that's kind of all I have on the Miami Buffalo game and freezing cold. Yeah, they're still in first place in the in the AFC. Um, then the Chiefs uh, are eleven and three, which we can roll right into that next game. Um, or the Chiefs Texans, which was our next game. Uh, oh, actually, it's not. But we'll do Chiefs Texans now. Then we'll go back to the Cowboys Jags, just because I already set it up that way. Um, sure. Chiefs Texans, uh, not the game people expected it to be for sure. Uh, obviously Texans back-to-back weeks um, playing the Cowboys last week and then the t- uh, Chiefs this past week. And nobody gave the Texans a chance in either of these games. Um, double-digit underdogs in both of these. Uh, I think against the Cowboys, they were 16-point underdogs against the Chiefs. I think Vegas tried to correct a little bit and got it down to like 14, um, if I'm not mistaken. It might have been even less than that. Oh, no. Yep, minus 14. Caesar Sportsbook had that for the closing line for Chiefs. Um, but this game went to overtime. It was uh, definitely not the blowout um, that everybody probably thought it was going to be. Uh, Houston comes out, puts up seven on Kansas City in the first quarter. Um, Our guy got that touchdown. Did you see that? The Quentin Tarantino guy with the crazy name. He's the first one to score for the Texans. Again, what a dog! Tegan, 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 Tegan Quitterino. I don't know. I always just think of Quentin Quitterino. Yeah. So my guy, Chris Moore, again. Remember Chris Moore? Dropped See, we had this talk. Time. Anna Mari yeah. Rogers. Crazy. Um, Watch out for the Texans, man. They might make. A, <laughs> they might make a run here. One and twelve. They are statistically eliminated from the playoffs, folks. I hate to break it to you, but Davis Mills. Uh, Accounts for three touchdowns for the Texans, which is just wild. Jeff Driscoll's in there for, you know, four pass attempts. Don't know what's going on with the with the Texans offense, but they find a way to make these games incredibly close and then blow them down the stretch, um, which isn't shocking. Um, but the Chiefs find a way to win in a in an ugly fashion. 
Uh, Juju and Travis Kelsey account for 20 receptions and like 190 yards. Pacheco uh, just it is truthfully just an incredible runner. And then Jarek McKinnon, for anybody out there in fantasy world that uh, started him this him. week, you probably got I a got bunch of points. I got destroyed this week in fantasy. Yeah. He had everyone that did well just was against sticky meatballs this weekend. So, yeah. damn it. I didn't even know he was still playing like well. I, I was like, why are you starting Jarek McKinnon? I mean, that's just kind of my fantasy thing, but he went nuts. I was like, what the heck? Yeah, but that's so, just a shot in the dark, though, because with with Chiefs running backs, you just really can't even, like, count on one guy to do it. Like, Pacheco one week, I think recently Pacheco has been running the ball more, but, like, McKinnon still had eight receptions out of the backfield for, like, 70 yards. So it's just like, you just never know. And then he still had 10 carries for 52 yards and a touchdown rushing as well as a touchdown receiving. So just a tough guy to kind of uh, figure out. Um, but yeah, I mean, was, Chiefs was, find a way again. They force a fumble late in the game. Willie Gay picks the ball up. Um, it's just a, it was a wild game uh, back and forth. And I think it felt like this whole time you're like, the Chiefs are going to find a way to win this game. Yeah. Um, and you knew that. But it was yeah. fun. It was fun for a second to be like, are the Texans going to beat the Chiefs? Because they were close last weekend against the Cowboys and obviously got stuffed on the goal line and didn't make it happen. But uh, here we are again. Like I said, Chiefs 11-3, and Bills 11-3. and Basically, everybody thought at the beginning of the season that the Bills would be there. I think some people had questions about the Chiefs because of the division. Um, but <laughs> they proved everybody wrong. And the Broncos also helped a lot in that. And the Raiders also helped a lot in that. Both teams underperformed quite largely this year. Um, and the Chiefs just keep doing what they're doing. Patrick Mahomes doesn't care if he doesn't have Tyreek Hill. Like we've said before. Um, He's so fun to watch. Get, get anybody sweet. involved. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes is probably my favorite quarterback in the league. I'll just go up and say he's so awesome to watch. I mean, Chiefs fans, you're so lucky to have a guy like that for the next 10 years or whatever you have it too. But kind of my take on this, I mean, I, as the game was going on and that Houston and Casey were battling, I think you kind of nailed it there. It's like you kind of like, wait a minute, is, are the, is this going to happen? Are the Texans going to flirt away with the win here? But keep in your mind, you're like, no, something's going to like patch Mahomes. That's what's just, I think that would be the coolest thing with the Chiefs fans, just in the back of your head, knowing we have Patrick Mahomes, like we're going to win this game pretty confident, like 90%, 95% chance we'll probably win this game. And they ultimately did. So um, Texans, yeah, 112 and one. I, it is an NFL football team. So I, it's like, it's not like, I mean, they have won one game. So everybody playing them is, you, Feel pretty good, but yep. at the end of the day, it's still an NFL team. Uh, the worst one, but hey, that, that if you're a Texans fan, God bless you. I have no idea what's going on with their quarterback situation. They're just tanking for that one pick. Respect them for playing hard, yeah. though. Yeah, that's all that's all they're doing right now. It's just the guys in the locker room. It's like they know they're the season's over. They can't really do anything much of it. It's just making they're sure you're playing hard though. and they, they're covering. Yeah. They're covering the spread. They have been good at they have been pretty good at that. So that was uh, but just, yeah, oh. I think it's just like I have to imagine, obviously not to the dramatic standards that the Vikings had, but like when you have Patrick Mahomes as a quarterback, like and we've talked about this before, that you just like never really feel out of it. Like if you're down by a touchdown or two at any point, you're like, this game isn't over. And Chiefs fans have gotten to live that since Mahomes started uh, at quarterback for them. So we've talked plenty about uh, Mahomes on this podcast, but uh, as Jalen hurts was announced that he probably will not play this weekend. Um, Mahomes odds 
went from I think plus one fifty I saw uh, for MVP to minus three fifty, just like that flipped because Jalen Hurts is going to miss a week, which I guess hurts because he went from minus I think like one hundred fifty to win the MVP to like plus three fifty, and they just like flipped, which is a wild shift. But uh, I guess that's how it goes if you miss a week, and under the assumption that Mahomes puts up good numbers like he has been. Um, looks like Mahomes is going to win another MVP barring something crazy happening, but um, not shocked That's by that. Of, I think we both called that earlier in the season. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say we are the Mahomes podcast. If you have been listening, mm-hmm. we've been calling this. I I still think the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl, man. It's just like what I've said at the beginning of the season. I think this is his revenge yep. year, and he's going to get another MVP. It's kind of just lining up, I think, within our show. So I have, I hey, I still got Chiefs box. It's still a, it's still a possibility. So. Not ideal on that NFC team, but I'm trying to remember who I picked. Who did I pick out of the NFC? Uh, 49ers. Chiefs 49ers. That's right. Right. Still that's feeling good about good. that. That's a good one. I have three futures on the uh, to win the Super Bowl. It is the Vikings, the 49ers, and the Chiefs. So feeling good about that right now. Yes. That's not bad. Also, um, not that I want this to happen, but I was made aware of this situation that if the Vikings somehow get the three seed, um, that would mean the 49ers are the two seed. Assuming the Vikings win their first playoff game, that would mean the Vikings play a playoff game in San Francisco, which means I can go to a Vikings playoff game out here, which would be sick, which means I'm forcing you to come out here. I'll go that, that weekend. Which if, would that if, be? If, That's the only thing I'll root for the, the Vikes going to that three seed. The only situation. Get... Yep. Oh, God. When would that be? When's the first uh, week? That would, it'd be January it. something. Wild card weekend is the 12th through the 17th. So that'd be a divisional round. Be the next so either, weekend. Right? The divisional round they play each other? Yeah. Well, right. Yeah. yeah it would be the wild card. Weekend. So it'd be, be January 21st or January 22nd. Boom. Saturday. Back. I'm going to be in Charlotte the week before. That'll be perfect. That's, I'll be back that's right That's the MLK that. weekend, which is the 16th. Yep. And then that goes into that one and then the division round. Okay. Let me look. What do we just wear all purple? Obviously. Obviously. Yes. Um, wow, that'd be crazy. Only chance we are, we are rooting for the Vikings at the two seed. Um, we want a game. At the bank, we are not hoping for the three seed. We are just throwing that situation no, out. That there. was just a possibility to have. Um, just hoping. Vacation. Maybe we know PTO, that our best chance but... to beat the 49ers is in Minneapolis. So we are rooting for the two seed. Um, yeah. And if that happens, I could go to that one too. Cause like I live here. <laughs> yeah. That one is that one's much more plausible for you. Yeah. I could, I could go to the first um, and me. the second one. Yep. True. True. Um, our last. Duchess of Bay Ridge game of the week, number five, but we skipped over it to do the Chiefs Texans. We had another overtime thriller, and this was Cowboys against the Jaguars. And this was basically our lock of the week for picks wise. We had Cowboys covering in this one, and it was looking good. Even into overtime, you still thought the Cowboys might have a chance to go down and score a touchdown and cover that. They did not. Uh, Dak Prescott rolled out to the left, threw a pass to Noah Brown that was very catchable. 
Um, Noah Brown had two touchdowns to that game. Noah Brown coughs it up right, excuse me, to Rashawn Jenkins. And that was the second pick of the day. He returns it and the game's over. Just like that. Jacksonville wins. They're six and eight. Cowboys are 10 and four. Um, kind of shocked. Didn't realize the Cowboys record was that good, to be honest. Um, doesn't surprise me. Obviously, they're a good team. Um, but this defense is no longer the defense that I feel like we thought that they were. Um, they've given up quite a few points last week. Obviously, they were in a close one with the Texans last week. Close one again with the Jaguars this week. Um, Trevor Lawrence throws for 318 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, had a pick. But also gave up 192 rushing yards. So that's you know roughly 500-plus total yards um, given up by the Cowboys defense. Um, granted, it wasn't overtime, but still, uh, uh, they never got the ball in overtime. I'm not sure. Ooh. Jacksonville. No. No. Yeah, so that was okay. all during regulation. Um, so tough. But – yeah, what do you got on this one? Jacksonville, Dude. we obviously know they have a pool. We don't believe in them, but... Yeah, <laughs> I've said multiple times with the pool. You guys know how I feel about the Jaguars. They did screw us, as I said in the last episode. It was win-loss, win-loss, win-loss with the Jaguars. So yep. it was ultimate lock coming in with Dallas, like you said. Uh, but, dude, we got to give kudos to Jenkins. What was his name? Rashawn Jenkins or whatever? Rashawn Jenkins. Most tackles of all time in the game. Yeah. Get 18 tackles. It's the most ever in the history of a Crazy. national football. Nine league, solo is, tackles, too. That's unbelievable. And then seals it with the game winning pick six. So shout out to Mr. Jenkins for that. That was unbelievable. Two um, picks in the game, by the way, too. It, that's just crazy. That's like the best game and defensive game ever. ever. Yeah. For the guy. That's crazy. So shout out to him. Um that was just one of those Dak Prescott games, too, with like the 200 yards, yes. three touchdowns, three picks, but it was two picks. It's just the typical Dak Prescott. It's just weird. I don't know why when I was watching this game, too. It's just so weird to see the the Cowboys at the Jaguars stadium. I feel like, if anything, it's always the Jaguars at the Cowboys stadium. So it's just bizarre sure. to see the Cowboys in Jacksonville. Um, just, just kind of quick glancing at that. And then Trevor Lawrence, 318, four touchdowns a pick. Yeah, he's playing pretty ideal. The first pick, hey, we go back three years. You never know what could happen. Zach Wilson, stay my guy. But um, Travis Etienne, 103 yards. That say Jones, dude, is sick. He's nasty, Three dude. Three tutties. Shout out to oh, Zay Jones. Oh, man. He, he was on the guy's fantasy bench. If, imagine that. If he I was, was going to say, him. He, was, he was on everybody's bench. There, few people started him. Very few people started him. Thank God he didn't start him because that makes no sense. But um, I'm trying to think what else really kind of happened here. Pollard has 75, CD at 126. So I, I, you're kind of nailing on that Dallas game, though. Like yeah, said, and that's like, what everyone's jumping to right pick. now. He throws ugly picks like he just does. Like, this is why we don't believe in the Cowboys. No matter how good their defense is, no matter how good their weapons are, you can count on Dak Prescott to throw a bad pick. That's what happened. So if the Vikings would have lost, they would have been getting all of that media of, like, what we were thinking was going through our head. Of like, well, we lost. Like, oh, we're the fraud. Typical Vikings, they're back. But we ended up ultimately winning that game. And then you flop yeah. over to this game, and they lose. The Cowboys lose. They're kind of just taking all of that media frustration like everyone's like nope cowboys aren't it they're a fraud this defense is gonna blow it here they're gonna lose the first round playoffs they're kind of just getting all of that right now so if you're a cowboys fan i'm sorry um i don't i think like the defense is still there so the defense is still there with michael parsons and trayvon diggs they gave up 40 points so that is kind of tough but i don't know they could still end up 
making some stops here for the playoffs. If it is something to, if they do face the Niners, that would be Brock Purdy. And you guys know Brock Purdy with only three games under his belt too. So I think that would be an ideal match if somehow they could play the Niners, if they could get away with it, with just playing a quarterback that hasn't played an NFL game. So that would be good to say within their end. But yeah, as far as the Cowboys fans there, it is going to be exciting too, because I know they just gave up all those points and they did lose the Jaguars. And if you are a Cowboys fan, that does suck to see, but it would be extremely badass. But even though Jalen Hurts goes out, if you come out and beat the Eagles here on Thursday or Sunday, Please. the three twenty-five, you are totally back on that Cowboys train being like, okay, we're fine. But it does suck that Jalen is out. So all the Eagles fans and the whole media will be like, even if the Cowboys do beat the Eagles, everyone's going to be like, well, it wasn't with Jalen, blah, blah, blah. So, hey, if you get a win against the Eagles, you got to take that. Kind of forget about the Jaguars. Maybe it was a bad week, but would be ideal then. It would be ideal if Jalen was playing and they did beat the Eagles. That'd be more badass because everyone would be like, okay, it's fine. We could beat a good team. But um, you got to give credit to the Jaguars, too. It's not like it's the same old Jaguars anymore, either. It's not like no. they're a 1-16 team. Trevor Lawrence is kind of finding his groove here, so they still have a chance to make the playoffs and win that South Division. But, yeah, they kind of just blew it there, obviously, with the end. And Cowboys, uh, yeah, just bounce back against the Eagles, kind of shake it off, maybe finish the season strong with against Titans Commanders, too. So, never know. Do you think that this last couple of weeks has – given Doug Peterson like an extra chunk of life with his coaching time in Jacksonville. Cause I feel like it was, it was not going well in the way that they probably were like, Oh, we'll give him a buffer year. Um, like obviously we just need to like kind of recoup from urban Myers tenure there. Um, but sure. like, I think he's them winning a I couple games here. Like, yeah. Yeah. He'll be just back to see the year, excitement right? too. Yeah. I feel like it's more of like, even that they're playing well, it might not even be the wins and losses ideally that they were coming in with this season, but just to see that the overall excitement and kind of confidence that they're getting out of their fan base and kind of within sure. that team is just a little different feel too. So um, it's just something too. I feel like as that team's winning, it's when you look at the Jaguars on the schedule, it'd be like, Oh, it's not the same old Jags. This team, you kind of, kind of got to watch out for and kind of strap down and make sure it's not an easy win. So I think that's kind of exciting for your Jaguars fan, but you guys know my opinion with the pool. Just get rid of the damn pool, you guys. I'd be a lot more cheering for the Jaguars. So it's kind of all my news on the Jags. But hey, exciting but like times. Like you said, the Cowboys beating the Eagles. Completely if, 180s. And, and everyone's going to forget about the Jaguars another game. I know, but I'm saying for Vikings fans here, we're going to turn everything back to the Vikings like we do. Vikings or Jets. Eagles lose a game against the Cowboys. That starts throwing a wrench in the potential, you know, playoff situation for the one seed. Correct. I mean, it's unlikely uh, because obviously I think with the, with the tiebreaker, the Eagles beat the Vikings, but if Hertz doesn't play these last couple of weeks of the season, you know, if they try to rest him up for the playoffs, are, are the Eagles still beating teams with Gardner Minshew? Like, will they beat the saints and will they beat the giants? Like, are those, are those locks for the Eagles or is that, I don't is that know. You know what I mean? It's weird. I'm trying to see if it's like that Brock Purdy effect, but I think with like without their quarterbacks, like no quarterbacks, no Purd or no Jimmy G, no Jalen, whatever it is. Like, which team would you ultimately yeah. rather have? The 49ers, the Eagles? Probably the 49ers because their defense. Yeah. Like, if you yeah. don't have to have your quarterback involved in here, I think and their offensive weapons. The 49ers. Like- the not whole that line the is great. Don't have I mean, the Eagles weapons, have a good like, Yeah. 
those are pretty those two teams now that i think about it as pretty similar as much as i want to say we're vikings fans we love it like those two teams have to be like the best teams within the nfc right dude right up there is best teams in the nfl right now like i it's, obviously bills just, and it's Chiefs just crazy right to there, see like if you have purdy in there and how good that the niners have done with just the third string quarterback it's like jesus christ that's a hell of a football team so but purdy cool. also is not playing like a backup quarterback he is not playing like a backup because he's an iowa he's state alum like, man we, we're, yeah, we're built different down in ames iowa so that's just kind of if you go yeah. to school there as you're on the football team or if you're in fraternity it's kind of a uh, kind of built different you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hail. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Um, but for our middle games here to get rolling here, we we obviously took some time. We didn't. Yeah, it's, ex- it's an exciting weekend. I'm sorry. We always think we're going to go big, faster. Well, but we, we had, just, it's a lot to talk about. It's fine. And we had six top tier games this week. Um, and we had to hit on all of them. But uh, we can briefly go through, through some of the other ones. Uh, 49ers beat the Seahawks on Thursday night, moves them to 10 and four um, Seahawks seven and seven. Like we said, uh, this one ended up being 21 13, but it was kind of always the 49ers game. Um, George Kittle, two touchdowns, Christian McCaffrey, hundred yards rushing and a touchdown. Brock Purdy looked awesome. Uh, Seahawks have fallen hard back down to earth. They're on the outside looking in right now from the playoffs. Um, don't know if they're going to make it. They got a tough schedule remaining. Uh, 49ers locked up that NFC West, I believe this week. So, yep. uh, Brock Purdy showing, showing his, uh, I guess muscles here after he took some brutal hits the week before. Um, but yeah, uh, that was one of our middle games. It was a, it was a decent game, nothing crazy. Uh, but the other horseshoe. Playing against Kittle. Can you believe that? Yeah, that's just tough. Everyone that we talk about this game, yeah. I know it's just bizarre. But uh, Brock Purdy, other game, Titans Chargers. Um, this one came down to the wire, seventeen to fourteen. Chargers win over the Titans. Titans have really fallen back. Uh, I believe Tannehill got hurt in this game. Malik Willis came back in. Um, Justin Herbert throws two interceptions, no touchdowns. Kind of just an ugly game all around. Uh, you know, I think after the fall, the previous week where everybody thought that Herbert was getting crowned over to a, uh, this was a, a win for the Chargers nonetheless on a field goal, but uh, definitely not a great looking game. This is shocking though. I think we've talked about this from multiple episodes and multiple times in last year and this year. Uh, Mike Rabel team struggling right now is kind of shocking for us. Uh, not used to this. They are still four game in losing first place in the AFC South. They're on a four game skid, but uh, yeah, I mean, you look up and they're seven and seven. I think three, four episodes ago we said you look up and <laughs> they're seven and three, and now they're seven and four. So or seven and seven. So um, I would say, what do you got? Are the Jags going to catch them? I don't. Uh, I don't think they will. Don't think they will, but if you're a Titans fan, like if the Titans, I don't, I don't think, I think the Titans will win the division. Yeah. But I think like what you said this entire season of the Titans is that what happened last year going in is that first seed kind of killed them. I think they're somehow going to sneak out of this division, winning it and go into that. What is it? The four seed or whatever it is. And I think that's yeah. ultimately what you want. If you're a Titans fan, not going to lie. I know this sucks right now. You're on a four game losing streak, but it's still the Jags. 
you get, you're still up seven, seven is not ideal. You're on a four game losing streak. Clearly not happy what's going on, but if you can just somehow to find a way to clinch that division, go into those playoffs kind of with that underdog mentality. I think ideally that's what you want. If you're a Titans fan and seven handle that pressure on you being the one seed or the two seed or whatever it is. So, I mean, they still got Derek. It's not like they're losing guys left and right. I mean, Tannehill got hurt, but he comes back into the game. You still have Derek Henry. Like you could, you can still beat those teams in the playoffs. You just kind of going through a skid here. And maybe if they figure it out in those last two weeks, Hey, you never know. And they could, it's kind of like that. I don't like the giants wild card. Team. I don't know. It's just like the teams that get hot a week or two before yeah. jump into the playoffs and then win three straight games. Next thing you know, you're in the super bowl. So if I'm not this and yeah, this sucks, but you, Hey, just make it there. There is some the hope. There is some healthy, hope. I agree. Do it. But I will say that, you know, Assuming, like you said, they they beat out Jacksonville for this AFC South, which I think a lot of people still believe that is just, you know, this is Tennessee's division to lose. They're going to have to play the Ravens or the Bengals first round. And that neither of those matchups are good because either you're going to get, uh, assuming Lamar will be back um, for that, you know, and, and that's Ravens defense, which is tough. So, you know, if it's going to be Ravens, Titans, First round of the playoffs, that's going to be a low scoring game for the Titans because they lost to the Bengals last year, the first game. And then I yep. believe they lost the, the Ravens the year before. So maybe it's a. Well, there you go. Revenge tour. I don't. Revenge tour. Throw the house on the Titans right now. Uh, Wouldn't. I, I, I don't know about that. I, I like to think <laughs> that Vrabel can get it, but I, I don't know if I believe in either of those teams over. Or I, I don't know if I believe that either of those teams will lose to the Titans in a one game do or die. Um, The next game we had in the horseshoe and hand grenades game two was Bengals bucks. Uh, This one was an absolute. It looked like the bucks were back in the first half. They were up 17 to three at halftime. And you were like, Oh man, like, Tom Brady, the defense is back. They're they're shutting down the Bengals. You know, they they have Mixon. They got Jamar Chase back. They have T. Higgins. They have Tyler Boyd. Everybody's buzzing. They got Burrow. And then all of a sudden it was just like you look away for literally it felt like 10 minutes. And the Bengals absolutely stopped them. Put up 17 unanswered in the third quarter. Uh they go up 20 to 17. And then from there, they ended up winning 34 to 23. Uh, Burrow throws for four touchdowns and an interception. Uh, Brady throws for three touchdowns and two interceptions, but not a whole lot of running in this game. Lots of passing, nothing crazy yards wise, but, uh, the Bengals just do it again. Um, they're 10 and four look unbelievable. I feel like right now, uh, even though they were down early in this game, it's not about how you start. It's about how you finish. Right. So how you finish Jake. Dude, the Bills and the if the Bills and Chiefs like somehow screw up a couple games here, the Bengals could walk away with that one seed, which is Easily. just crazy to think about. And going back with the Bengals, I haven't really been a full believer on them this year, and I've kind of just hyped up the Ravens. I I got to give them the credit, man. I, if you're a Bengals fan or kind of just looking at the vision right now, I think the Bengals going to wrap that up. Got to be honest, and I think that's what's kind of going to happen. As much as I want the Ravens, just not having Lamar there and him just trying to get healthy. I can't really back up the Ravens, obviously, with them losing to Cleveland this weekend, too, and just the way that the Bengals have kind of gained momentum. Got to be honest and say that the Bengals are probably going to end up walking away with yeah. that division, in my opinion, unless they somehow Lamar can just jump back in there and sneak a couple wins. But Bengals just look damn good. With they, they look like that team that we thought last year, and they just kind of 
what they start 0-2 this year. And then I think they've, I mean, they've lost two games since that 0-2. So Bengals look good. And it's just crazy to see too, because we're all so used to the Bengals just being bad. But if like you keep that Super Bowl mentality team and you just like, we could end up seeing this Bengals team for like the next 10 years of just constant yeah. domination out of that division with the Bengals. So that is pretty crazy to see. I don't think everyone really wants to kind of believe that just with like how we've seen the Ravens, Steelers, and just the way it's folded. And then obviously with the Browns kind of getting hyped there and then can't figure it out this year. But I mean, the Bengals are just chopped away and kind of, I feel like they've kind of been a quiet team. And now that they're kind of catching stride, it's like, dude, they could easily sneak into a one seat if things go their way. Well, and looking ahead, uh, they have, they have the bills in two weeks. Um, Monday night, they, right? That's going to be like the yeah, game. Of the, like they play the Patriots next the game week. Of the year. And then they have the bills on January 2nd. Uh, Monday night. So then they finish up with the Ravens. So yeah, they've got some tests in front of them for sure. Um, with Patriots, Bills, and Ravens, all three um, typically, you know, very solid teams. And we've seen the Patriots kind of go up and down the season, but the Ravens and Bills obviously got really strong defenses. Um, but yeah, just a, another player um, into the AFC playoffs. We saw the Bengals kind of emerge last year with Burrow, um, his first full season healthy back, and saw what he can do with the weapons that he has there offensively. So I think those are the, you know, and like you said, if, if Lamar gets healthy and gets back rolling with the Ravens, they're obviously a contender, I think in the AFC, but outside that you're, you're staring down the barrel of Buffalo, Kansas city or Cincinnati being back and the championship, which is what it felt like last year. Obviously the Bengals being, like I said, the underdog, but Chiefs bills right back at it. Bengals hanging around at 10 and four. Like I said, if, if they can find a way to beat the bills, um, and the Chiefs maybe cough one up late. That's going to be pretty interesting for that one seed in the AFC. Um, another mid-level game that was decent, uh, but wasn't that great, wasn't that bad. We had Falcon Saints. Um, this one came down to a three-point game. Um, ultimately, didn't really feel like the Falcons were in this one, but you kind of did. Uh, both teams are now five and nine. We had Saints twenty-one, Falcons eighteen. Desmond Ritter's first game. He looked like um, he shit. He for 97 yards. Yeah. <laughs> As you're yeah. going into it, I know with the stats, that's one thing I'll take away from this game. It is first start. Obviously, you got to learn to grow, but he looked like shit. And he honestly – It's time. If it you can look time. worse – He looked like shit. If you can look worse than 97 yards passing, like when you actually watch the game, he looked worse than 97 yards passing. I don't know how that's possible, but he did. Because he – you were right. He looked like shit. He looked like bad. Every time I had this game on the red zone, he couldn't get anything moving with that ball. Like just no, no momentum with offense. It was 21-18. I mean, it is a close game, but just swear every time they had that game on, I'm like, he's either getting killed. His pass looks like he's still playing high school football. It just was not yep. going well. It's just, they're just running, the, what's LG or whatever, 139 and Tutty. Yeah, he looked like good. Drake London still walked away with 70 yards, but it's just like, <laughs> that's all the flipping Ritter threw to was Drake London. So, um, it's it's the NFL. This isn't college or high school anymore. I, it's a whole different whole different league. Give him some time. Different. You never know what could happen. Sure. But it. I mean, not ideal. That's not what he thought was going to happen. Um, hey, end of the day, though, both these teams are five and nine. They could still somehow win the division, which is crazy to think about. <laughs> it's still a chance. As much as he played like crap, you could still the Falcons could still win that division. So you never know. Gotta love it though. You gotta love it right now. We it's have always won the vision like NFC this, every South, year. We have Panthers five and nine, Saints five and nine, Falcons five and nine, and in first place, 
with six and eight record, we have the Bucks. It is the ugliest division in football by far. Um, it is the only division that doesn't have a winning team. Titans are 500, so I guess you can consider that. Uh, but the AFC and NFC South, just the worst divisions in football this year by far. Um, just ugly football all around whenever the, these teams line up. Um, honestly, I, I probably that game ended up being close, so we threw it in the horseshoe and hand grenades uh, as being an almost close game. But um, if you just strictly look at the talent and the caliber of those teams, that was probably a Sarah McLaughlin game. Uh, but we we put it in the second category, and then the last uh, horseshoe and hand grenade game of the week was Eagles twenty five, Bears twenty. Um, Eagles felt like they had this game. The majority of the game, but Justin Fields naturally kept it interesting with his with his running ability. He threw for two touchdowns. Hurts throws for two picks, but also had three rushing touchdowns. Um, just they're unstoppable with their quarterback sneak. And AJ Brown and Devontae Smith go for about 300 yards. Um, actually over 300 yards receiving. It, the Eagles are unbelievable. Jalen Hurts gets hurt in this game, though. Um, and he is going to be out this week like we said before um but yeah i mean the the bears pretty much do what they've done the last couple of weeks where they they keep it close and find a way to lose it right i mean that's that's, that's kind the of the mo of the bears this, i justin swear i've seen the loser, same right? video with justin he's a loser he's a loser and i'm gonna still hold you to that until maybe next year until they get some pieces but as of this season he's a loser he'll still uh He's very electric. That one run he did say was I was probably the craziest run I've seen all year when it was almost that touchdown. That bounds, but yeah. So I'll give him that. Run, yeah. Um but uh yeah, I feel like I've seen this the last five weeks when Justin Fields runs for hundred yards and then they still end up losing the game. If you're a Bears fan, yep. I feel like you kind of think that too. So that's the Bears uh complete rebuild mode. They're gonna end up getting that top three or four pick. So it's kind of, I mean, if you're a Bears fan, that's kind of what you wanted. I you do want to see some wins. I think a little bit more. And what's it's going, but back your head of rebuild is you know where that team is going right now. So it's just it would be nice to get a win, just to be like, hell yeah, Justin Fields kind of came in the clutch and got the win. But and also you higher draft pick is more ideal, so that's what you want. And then yeah, the Eagles kind of just pulled through there. Jalen Hurts kind of getting hurt. That's it's a big thing coming in the end of the season here and huge one for them, yeah. Yeah, it's just gonna be bonkers to see what kind of happens here. I was bummed about this one. Thought I was going to get the cover late. Uh, they ended up like just kneeling it down, so that kind of sucked. But um, kind of always felt like the Eagles game. Um, even you know, it just even though it was kind of close, you know, it felt like a less than a one score game, especially when the Bears scored late in the fourth quarter. Excuse me, when the Bears scored late in the fourth quarter there, but. Um, I don't know. You just feel like the Eagles are going to pull up these games out against these lesser teams. And you also just get the feeling that the bears are going to find a way to blow it. Um, we can skim through these last five games. Um, none of them were that great game. We had the, the Rams Packers uh, last night, Rams 12 Packers, 24 uh, technically keeps the Packers hopes alive for the playoffs. Um, they're six and eight Rams are four and 10, the Baker Mayfield, Magical train kind of came up short with 111 yards passing a touchdown and an interception. Um, Aaron Rodgers didn't look tremendous, but did enough to beat the Rams, which isn't saying all that much. But um, honestly, with if you have an LA team running into to Lambeau and 
late December. It feels like they should uh, for sure win that game. Um, anything yeah, on that one, cool. Joe? Look cool. Didn't catch too much of it. Kind of was just jumping back and forth, yeah. uh, which is just Boring crazy game. to think that the yeah it wasn't ideal. So I mean, I, always when the NFL comes up, the schedules like they were thinking of the two teams from last year that they thought were going to happen this year too. So for sure, that would that would have been a cooler game. But hey, Green Bay, glad to see you in sucking in LA. No one really cares about you. So um, it was just kind of just kind of a dud game. But takeaway from this, the Packers are still in the hunt. They have to win out and. Things kind of got to go their way. I I don't think it's going to happen. We've called this team dead. Because the Vikings will beat them. Vikings are going to beat them. Um, But, yeah, just uh, it's just weird to see Aaron Rodgers just kind of like playing average. Like, I mean, it's it's not really that impressive that you beat the Rams, but it's just weird to see Aaron Rodgers not chalking up like 300 every single game. It's just just like a annoyingly happy too. Yeah. Just like cool it, dude. He's getting on McCaffrey. The what if that was? Yeah. It's like, yeah, relax. So, kind of a dud of a game. It would have been cool to see Baker just have some crazy win like Sling he did last it, week, yeah. and then just kind of have that tour. And then everyone's like, "What? Maybe he's better than Stafford. Maybe he's there." <laughs> I think that's what I kind of went in my head that. after. I definitely were hoping for that. So, uh, um, but ultimately, did not happen, and um, yeah, it's kind of a dud of a game. Don't really. We know how I feel about the Packers, so yeah, screw them. Uh, next one from Sarah McLaughlin, Losers of the Week. We had Giants 20, Commanders 12. Uh, Giants moved to 8-5-1, and one, and the Commanders are 7-6-1. and one. Um, Again, not much to say on this one. Saquon I, rushes for 87 yards and a touchdown. Tell him this. Like, before you get into it, the one thing I'll take away from this is pretty boring, but that Terry McLaurin, like, call, that was fucked up. Brutal. Yep. I will say game. that. That was like the most the like, no what call the hell pass thing. interference. Yep. That's all I took away from this game. It's like that was so weird. Honestly, no, no, no. it feels the, like I'm talking about like with the line judge. Is that what you're talking about? You know, when oh, he's like on you're the talking line. About the false start. When wow. he like yes. checked okay. with the guy. So this game, I totally so this is bringing me up to, drama into it. And I wanted to talk about this in this episode, and this is probably going to become a long rant, but whatever. Um, I thought the officiating this weekend was the worst I've seen across the league for multiple, like Everywhere. multiple games, brutal calls. We talked about the Raiders call where they didn't overturn the, the Keelan Allen or Keelan Cole um, touchdown uh, where he looked to be out of bounds on this one. Joe is referring to Terry McLaurin on about the goal line. It was like the two or three yard line. He checks with the sideline judge, which is basically for them to check that. that he is. Yes. And he checked, and they okayed that he was in line, not over the line. He was good to go. Uh, you can go check the video. He did not flinch. He did not move after that point. He was standing in his stance, and then as soon as the play happened, um, the ref pulled the yellow flag, which called for a call, and it was a false start on Terry, which I thought was ridiculous. Um, brutal call there. And then in this game, there was also that wasn't was it on Terry or was it Curtis Samuel in the end zone where the I pass interference? I think it was Samuel. Where the guy just just hugged him. Yeah, mauled him. Um, and then multiple calls in the Vikings game. I didn't even get to that because we were How just talking about a comeback. Just um, a dead ball. Easily, that was brutal. And it happened the week before with the Justin Jefferson sideline thing where they said he stepped out, but he didn't actually step out and um, I feel like it happened in another game. I'm blanking on which game, but these refs calling these plays dead before they should be is 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 exactly what they're told not to do. And this season was supposed to be a change in that where um, 
you know what I mean? That they were just like supposed to let plays happen and then go yeah. back. And if they decide to review it, then they review it and it should be easy fixes. Um, but yeah, Sullivan um, in the Vikings game had a touchdown. They had that called back brutal. And it was a clear fumble. It wasn't even close. Um, and he was never down. So that was a tough one. Raiders game, this game, I'm sure there's other, um, you know, and, and, and there's always going to be questionable calls back and forth. I understand that, you know, there's going to be, there's going to be holding calls that people don't agree on. There's going to be pass interference, but some of these very blatantly obvious, like, like the Terry McLaurin situation where he was just very much not false starting. Um, that's some brutal stuff for sure. Um, it's just, it's just frustrating because when you look at that, when it's like, if you check with the ref, like that's mm-hmm. like that's completely legal that you can look at the ref, give him a thumbs up, he gives you one back and say yes, which I'm pretty sure he did. Like Terry did do that, and then he, he said did. yes, and then as soon as yeah, the play yeah. goes, just the flag. It's like what that's that doesn't make any sense. But NFL I mean, other rig. than like it is NFL rig, so I mean the game game was boring, but just the drama within towards the end of that was the takeaway that I got from that yeah. game. For sure, made the end a little more exciting. Um, and then we had Cards Broncos. Uh, this was the battle of the backups. Nothing really God. to talk about here. Neither starter was in. We had a uh, Colt McCoy started game, but then Trace McSorley came in against Brett Rippon. Um, you know, you had three picks by Arizona's quarterbacks to no passing touchdowns. Um, Latavius Murray ran for 130 yards, which is crazy. Um, but Broncos ended up winning this one. Both teams are four and ten. Uh, not not much else Ugly. to be said. I had I had Broncos minus three, so I felt good about I had that. Arizona. Um, yeah, uh, they. It's, um, if you're a then, Cardinals fan, you got to feel bad. That's just a. I thought like the week two when we were making this season, I thought they were going to be the underdog sleeping team when getting D Hop back. Completely just didn't happen. So I'm sorry if you're a Cardinals fan because this season has sucked just horribly. It's gone wrong in every possible direction if you're a Cardinals fan. And then, well said, well said. Cardinals not looking good. Not um, looking good. The other game, the second to last game of the week was my Steelers 24, Panthers 16. Uh, my Steelers are 6-8, and eight, still have a chance to finish out the last three games and finish over 500, so uh, we're praying for that. But uh, Pittsburgh gets up 21-7 in this game, and then the fourth quarter was just full of uh, Eddie Pinero field goals. Uh, he kicks Eddie! three of them. Bos- Boswell had one final score, 24, 16 um, Panthers are five and nine. Still got a chance Sam to win the division. Looked decent, but Panthers still have a chance to win the division, which is crazy. Um, Mitch Trubisky didn't throw any picks. So that was a, a dub for, for Steelers fans everywhere. So that's good. Um, Again, this game falls into the Sarah McLaughlin for a reason. Pretty brutal game. Not much to say. Didn't expect much from that game. Some of these games, pretty much going into the matchup, you can assume that they're going to fall into that bottom tier of uh, in the arms of an angel type of vibe for sure. And then the last in the one arms the, of an angel. Yes, give it to me. Um, the final game we had Ravens three, Browns thirteen. Uh, this was the 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 midday game. Worst game Saturday. of the weekend. Worst game of the week, for sure. Um, looked cold. Yeah, that was. I mean, no offense. If we were coming off the running. Vikings win, it's like I didn't even care. Mm-hmm. I was just like, screw it. I was so happy yep. just happened the game before, and I was in the car driving back to the city, so I didn't like actually have a chance to see any of it. 
I had Justin Tucker on my fantasy team. Apparently I checked my phone. He missed like two field goals. That shouldn't happen if you have Justin Tucker. I mean, it's Justin Tucker. You're supposed to make every field goal. What the hell? But 13-3, just a stinker of a game, just straight field goals the entire entire way. And then um, Sean Watson, not good at football, not really nice guy, throws a three-yard touchdown pass. So um, that's what happened in this game. It was very boring. Honestly, kind of glad I didn't get a chance to see yep. any of it. So That's yeah, a good that's, nap during this game, I will admit. Yeah, I mean, that's just no Lamar. It's just not fun. It, J.K. Dobbins, 125. That's it. That's he doesn't highlight. look good, though. He, he, he his runs he ran, are so weird. Yeah. His he runs is literally limping down the field every time. It's yeah. brutal. Um, yeah, not not the not the most fun for sure. Uh, but but that that wraps up the week of games. Um, week fifteen in the books. Uh, we can get to our picks. Uh, we had Joe went one four and one. Uh, we both yeah. took the Dallas minus four of the Jags, so both lost that one. I went three three and zero. Um, couple of close ones, couple of not close ones, but uh, that's how it goes. So the the records as they stand after week fifteen are I'm twenty five twenty and one, and Joe is twenty twenty three and three. Uh, he keeps damn wrapping it. up these pushes. Uh, God Titans damn, man! Again, another push for you. Uh, you're going to need a big week this week. Um, you know, and I believe in you. Uh, I think that taking the Jets Thursday is going to be a, a heart pick for you, but I believe that you might take that one because I think I might take that one as well. Um, it is a it is an even game right now, so I believe in you to take that game. All right. And win right. that game. Uh, but they we are will, win that game. We'll hopefully... Maybe we'll maybe Friday night, Joe, we'll record one live at your apartment. That'd be kind of funny. We could rip that. We'll take some, we'll, we'll drink some brewskis, some Have pops, and, and record it live. Um, that it'll be a, we'll, we'll call it a vibes episode because we'll be just vibing. We'll maybe just have we your mic. I'll bring my computer. Can we put it on um, YouTube? Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'll have to learn how to do that, but we could try. We could figure it out for all our listeners who have. I know From no plans with cave. the holiday weekend on the gambling cave. We'll have the we'll have the game. What's Friday night? Who plays Friday? I mean, I got hockey. Yeah, hockey. We can, oh my! Uh, See, these are all Saturday games this week. Yeah, we got a big. As you guys know, me and Jake are going to the Vikes Giants game Saturday for the whiteout with Jake wearing his all black uniform. So that's going to be yep. pretty cool. Is a whiteout at the Vikings game, and I bought a black Randy Moss jersey a couple well, it's a couple months ago now. Uh, got to wear it. I will be rocking it. Got to wear it. Proud of the Jays, uh, the jersey, but uh, yeah, we got a, a, um, a Thursday night game, Jags Jets, uh, as we we talked about. So we will. We, not I gotta talk take to you the before Jets. that game. I'll be a man. I feel I'm like we gotta Jets. take the Jets. Yep. I'm gonna be feeling pretty pretty good by halftime, if you know what I mean, yep. people. I'm feeling pretty good yep. with regardless of how they're playing. It's the holiday spirit. Hell yeah! Holiday spirit, Jake. A bunch of games on Saturday. We have three games on Sunday on Christmas and then a Monday night game. Um, so we're in a full weekend of football. Friday, no games. Um, that's fine. We'll, uh, we'll recover from the Jets from the Jets game on Friday, right, Joe? And yes, we'll, uh, we'll get buzzing on our, uh, our picks. So I think we can – I'm going to mark down right now for those of you listening that me and Joe are both going to take the Jets this week. 
Um, this is our, we're going to, from now on, we are taking five picks individually. And then we are taking one pick as a team. Last week it was Dallas. This week it is Jets. Even money over the Jags on Thursday night for the boys. Um, this is a, this is a heart pick. We were picking with our gut, but we, uh, you gotta, it's crunch time. We believe, we believe it. You have to do it. We're getting playoffs right there. All, we still all got we a 13% is a, we chance. We don't need a cover by the Jets. It's in, it's in East Rutherford. Um, there's no pool Back in the Jersey. stadium. Jacksonville in, in the cold. Um, you know, you know, Trevor Lawrence is from a South Carolina boy. So, um, he's not used to it. He played at Clemson. This is welcome this to New Clemson. York. Greatest yeah. city in the world. You're about to get fucked. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. You like that energy? Turn it up, baby. For Let's go. Kids, Mad Life. Like you know what's about Mad to happen. Life. You got to have energy going into that Thursday. They got practice right now. They do that whole Amazon Prime thing with like 48 hours to kick off, 72 hours, whatever it is. All of that's happening right now. They got the Amazon Prime crew out in New Jersey filming the practices, the drama going on with Mike White and Zach Wilson. It's what we need. This is where we get the whole United States of America behind the New York oh, football Jets. Up. Oh, yeah, it's it going. is. Yeah, one versus two. Guess who it's going to be? Number two. See, Willie. <laughs> Here we go. Who else was number two in the city of New York that did well? Jeter. It's the same goddamn thing. Captain. <laughs> all right? Captain, too. Captain. <laughs> Look thing. at that. It's all wow. lining up to be a unbelievable. Great, the, the comparison's great, true. Great I'm, sure, I'm sure Jeter loved moms, too. Wait, how many... Uh, uh yeah wait what you no. got wait hold on I'm trying to think of correlations here yeah no there's got to be more right there's Wilson W I L S O N Jeter J E T E it's got I'm just thinking of letters both number two um one's a biracial angel one's a a milf hunter one's Mormon it's yeah one's Mormon so. Let's go Jets. I don't tickets How can you not? Hey, how can you not listen to what I just said and not cheer for the Jets right now? Why are we not there. this game? If you fly from San Fran to Minneapolis, you don't even leave Minneapolis. I meet you. I'll bring you a carry on and we'll just freaking huck it out to Jersey. Browns, Browns, Saints. Right now, tickets as low as $4. Wow. How fun would that be? Christmas Eve in Cleveland. What else could you ask for? That's that sounds awesome. Love to go to Cleveland. <laughs> I bet people yeah, love no. Cleveland. Love Cleveland. Shout out Cleveland. Um, gonna be a cold one. Thirty four degrees. It looks like for the the Jets Jags game on Thursday night. Prime video. We'll be rocking. We'll be watching. Um, oh yeah. Get hyped. But yeah, we uh. Anything else? I think the other only other news is Carlos Correa is maybe not going to be a San Francisco Giant. That's how I like to wrap stuff up with just miscellaneous stuff around sports. Um, so Carlos Correa can't like pass physical or something's going on with yep. that. He'll probably be fine. He'll probably still end up signing with the Giants for thirteen years, three hundred fifty million, whatever it was. That was one note. His press conference supposed to be today. They have to move it back. Another side note that just came across the ESPN underline: um, some guy bought the Suns for four billion dollars. Four He's 42 dollars. years old, so that's pretty cool to have a sports team by the age of 42. Um, <laughs> hopefully I can do that with the Jets. Unbelievable. That is pretty crazy. Uh, he actually used to play basketball for Michigan State. I was reading a thread on him. He won the national championship in 2000 or whenever they won it. And uh, he didn't do much, but he was on the team. And now he's took over his dad 
it's like a hedge fund or something, something like that. And uh, he's very rich and he just bought the Suns. So shout out to you. We went over the World Cup. Um, Mike Leach I mean, passed any, away. That was a Mike sad Leach, day. Very sad day. He was awesome. Tough one. Um, Great college football college coach. Football. I remember him at Texas Tech with uh, Crabtree and uh, Graham Harrell. Graham Harrell. There you go. Good number call. six. Thank you for that. Number six. Yep. I remember that was a time where my two favorite teams in college were Texas Tech and Hawaii because they had Cole, Cole Brennan. Cole Brennan yeah, number him. 15 with the visor. I think uh, the visor. Anyone who had a visor at that early yep. age was a complete badass. High scoring passing offenses were six. So RIP to, to Leach. Um, pretty much everybody that knew the guy had only good things to say about him. Um, you know, I've heard stories that he likes to talk on the phone with people that he didn't even know. So that's that's heard just that a good one. guy right there. Um, let's see here. Ravens are, just took Sammy Watkins off the waiver wire because they need a oh, uh, wow. wide receiver. Um, he was released by the the Packers. Um, yeah, I mean, I, that, that feels like it's – I can't think of anything else. There's some basketball stuff and hockey stuff, obviously, that we could get into. Um Timberwolves are, are rolling a little bit right now. Anthony Edwards is playing well. Um, well on a five-game win streak. Yep. So it's some starting to turn. are buzzing right now. Buzzing right now. Just just in time for me to come home, check it all out. Um, <laughs> Back in midi, baby. Should be Let's good. Go. I'm excited to be home. Uh, but, yeah. And, uh, anything else? Anthony Davis is hurt. Um, so that sucks. But the, the Nets are playing incredibly well. They're yeah, buzzing ever since Kyrie came back. Um, but in the hockey world, it looks like Kevin. Cage Thompson's is taking the Dude's league by storm. Yep. He uh he was in that no, he was in the Ryan O'Reilly trade from St. Louis to Buffalo. So he used to play for the Blues and then he got traded for Ryan O'Reilly. Um, but that it has nothing to do with this guy I'm gonna mention, which is Jack Eichel. And if you're a Sabres fan, like you don't even probably even think about Jack Eichel anymore. Because you have Tage Thompson, this guy's a guy. I mean, it would be cool to still have Jack Eichel. What but if you had both have of them? A guy like, I know, but I was I was getting to that. Um, it'd be great <laughs> to have both of them because you drafted Jack Eichel number two overall and was supposed to be your franchise player forever, but you don't because you want to move to Las Vegas because there's no income tax and it doesn't snow. But you got Tage Thompson. And they let him have freak. a back surgery. Yep. And that was Sabres a lot of better health surgery, concerns. Yes. Yep, so screw Buffalo on that. You're right. I would have done the same thing, Jack, but... Tage Thompson is complete, just absolute first half MVP. I would say right now is just going nuts. I think he's got like 25 goals, 26 assists, something like that. It's like 6'5. He's just making silly plays on the ice. He's all over social media with what he's doing. So shout out to Tage Thompson. Uh, like I said, Wilder on a five game win streak. It's getting, it's getting good, man. Teams are starting to tear it up. It, it's getting cold outside, hockey season. It's kind of getting into full effect. Almost there. Yeah, when well, we're, and we'll get in, uh, we'll do one you know, of those as, as the football yeah yeah we'll have it soon obviously with uh holiday time and and, and just schedules getting a little crazy we're, we're tough to to get two episodes in a week right now with our uh busy schedules but uh we will definitely cover the hockey and basketball worlds um following the the holidays as well as uh give you much more coverage once football ends as well as the playoffs start um i think you know, we might be able to to get some more of that that stuff in, but uh, when it happens, it'll be it'll be rocking and rolling. We'll be deep into the, the NHL and NBA seasons. We'll have much to much to bring to you for sure. Um, so we're excited. But uh, yeah, that uh, 
That about wraps it up. We hit a lot of good stuff. Talked World Cup, talked soccer. You know, that's that's new for us. Maybe we'll mix Shout some cricket soon and some rugby. Uh, but we got bowl season coming up for college football too. Um, yeah, we do. We got a know, lot some, coming up within our life right now. Holidays, of, bowl season, playoffs. It's where it gets sticky, folks. This is where it's kind of we're gonna figure out who's who, who wins what, who's going <laughs> where. How about that? That's what I'll say with with our life in in the sports world. Very excited. It's a very exciting time. Um, probably better for you because it's sixty degrees out there compared to negative thirty five here in the great state of Minnesota. Not so. Bad. Yeah, I'll be there tomorrow, I don't think though. I haven't I don't think I've been outside since Sunday. So uh, I mean I should, it's too cold. I've been working from home this week. I'm just not gonna it's just I, it's freezing here. But uh you're coming back, so there's a lot of energy around the around the city. Steve O's back in town. Yeah, people are buzzing. Gambling people cave. Are buzzing. We're going to the we're going to the Vikes Giants game. The Get it going. Cave, maybe gonna shut Friday the city night. down Friday. Yeah. Shut the damn city down. The six one two doesn't doesn't know what's gonna happen. So uh yeah, let's just have a good holiday break and let's go Jets. Let's go Vikes. Let's get it on, man. Hell yeah. We'll hopefully talk to you guys later this week. Um, but uh, if not, we're uh, have a have a wonderful Christmas. Have a great Merry uh, Christmas, Circle and Sore. Holiday, yeah. Shout out to all our listeners for sticking with us uh, through these through these last couple of weeks when we're not giving you as much content as we normally do. But we know you guys want it, so we just keep giving it to you. Right there. We're giving it to you. Forgive us. <laughs> it is the holiday season, baby. <laughs> Cheers to give her in the holiday Cheers season. I just cheered you. Can't see. Yeah, you saw mm-hmm. that. That looks good. I might have to go get one. Yep. Drinking a blue moon, Belgian white. Love it. Uh, but thanks for tuning in, folks. We will talk to you later this week. And uh, hey, I'll see you soon. We'll talk to you. will be from Minnesota, baby. Yeah, yeah, let's go. <laughs> Skull, cool, baby. Uh, and uh, that wraps it up. Peace. 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 See ya.